The Green Bay Packers playoff chances are very much still alive. We're still in the hunt. Much better than we were a couple weeks ago when we talked about this on the last Packers edition. But we're very much in the hunt, and we have a huge, huge divisional battle coming up this weekend with the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to talk about all that and more. This is the Boston Bros Podcast, and this is the Packers edition. Welcome back to the Bosky Bros Podcast. This is the Packer edition of the Bosky Bros Podcast. Uh, great to have you here listening. Tim and I joining you today, the Packer fans here on the Bosky Bros. This is not our normal podcast. If you're new here, if this is maybe your first time listening and you stumbled upon this episode, we have a main episode that comes out every single week with the three main Bosky Bros, Tim, Johnny, and Sam, where we talk all about the NFL because the Bowski Bros podcast is the NFL podcast for the average bro. But this is the Packer edition. So if you are a Packer fan, this is a place to be. We like to just hop on here outside of our regular programming to talk some Green Bay Packers. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to break down some playoff scenarios. Looking a little better uh, than it did when we did our last Packer edition. And we're going to talk a little bit about this upcoming week's matchup against divisional foe the minnesota vikings but before we jump into that whether you are old or new listener great to have you here we would love if you just take a quick moment and uh, leave us a review give us some stars on whatever listening platform you are on right now any love and support we can get we absolutely adore for our little show here it goes a long way so thanks for doing that but tim glad to be chatting with you again let's talk about some pacos Let's do it. <laughs> I'm excited to. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know when you were going to step your intro. Sorry, dude. Um, no, Packer. It's border battle week, man. Border we battle. We got a shot to get in the playoffs. Border battle. Yeah, no kidding. This, like, I think when, is, I, uh, uh, when I when I did the last Packer edition, uh, right before I did it, uh, uh, going into our bye week, I think we were at like a 1% chance of making the playoffs the Packers were and then um we ended up on like a seven percent chance of making the playoffs after our bye week and now we're sitting at like a 30 what'd you say it was Tim like a 35 percent chance of making the playoffs yeah it went from five percent two or three weeks ago now to to 32 percent 32 percent and yeah. that, and that's because uh, over this past weekend, anything that could have gone right for the Packers went right for the Packers. We had the Lions, the Lions losing. Yep, Lions uh, lost, Commanders lost, yeah. Giants lost, Seahawks lost, and the Packers won. So, literally everything that we needed happened, and now we're, you know, four weeks removed from a four and eight record and talking about a very possible <laughs> playoff berth we uh we i mean we all thought we were done right you know stick the fork in me it's uh yeah it was our season's over we we literally thought we were 
just done and going to have like a top eight pick in the draft. And that was an embarrassing season. But now, not that we're not guaranteed a spot. I mean, cause we're not right. Still 32% is a yeah. you know, one in three shot, but it's uh, I'd rather be in this scenario than knowing that I'm not going to the playoffs. Like just having a chance, you know, yeah. to be there makes it worth it. The only thing that sucks is we don't completely control our own destiny. Not, right. not yet. And I, I mentioned that on the last Packer edition that obviously you, you always want to be in a position where you control your own fate. You win out, you're in. Uh, that's not where we were then, and it's not where we are now, but we're a lot closer. So if you look at what, what we had to hurdle uh, the last time I went over this, we needed another Seahawks loss, which we got. So if we win out, the Seahawks are not a factor. Uh, we needed three losses from either the Giants or the Commanders, and we now have two losses from the Commanders. So, And one from the Giants. And one from the Giants. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, they before that fourth, or, you know, the first of four games was played, they played each other. So that was the yep. one loss for Washington. But, yeah. Yeah, so if you look at... Uh, as a Packer fan, if you want to know how do the Packers make the playoffs with our thirty-two percent chance, it's it's quite simple. We have two games left: Minnesota Vikings at home, the Detroit Lions at home. We got to win both of those, and if the Commanders lose one more of their games, either against the Browns or against the Cowboys, the Packers are in. That's the road. That's what needs to happen. That's it. It's that easy. <laughs> Is that e- and and obviously, <laughs> I mean, it's the NFL. Nothing nothing comes easy. But if you look at the commander team, uh, that's dropped a couple now. They got the Browns, and then which that's an iffy game. But then they have the Cowboys, which is a very, a very losable game, especially if the Eagles and the Cowboys continue to go neck and neck. Because I don't believe the NFC East is actually clinched yet correct uh and i'm i'm pretty sure the eagles got it clinched i think they have a playoff spot clinched oh i guess i thought they had the division oh maybe because of that lost against the the cowboys yeah i could be way Hmm. off either way it's the commanders we're not worried about those two we're worried about the commanders we want them to drop one more uh as a packer fan ideally going into this upcoming weekend you're you're a huge Cleveland Browns fan. And which we've talked about before is maybe not the most uh what? PR savvy move by us, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just whenever you need the Browns to do something for you, I go talk to a Cleveland fan. I don't they'll tell you how to feel about it. Exactly. So yeah, and that so that game looking forward to this weekend is at noon, right? Correct. So and then we I think we have the three th- 315 325 slot whatever yep. um on CBS so we'll know going into you know kickoff the outcome of that game and not that it would change you know your approach to it either way but it uh if Cleveland can pull it off and beat Washington it's a it's a big sigh of relief right well if Washington loses that one and you're not hanging by a thread in week 18 yep. for them to lose against the Cowboys. Yeah, so Packers at home against Vikings 325 like Tim just said Cleveland playing the Commanders at noon. 
if the commanders drop that game, well, then then as a Packer fan, we have the scenario we want, which is we control our own destiny. You, you win out, you're in, right? Right. Yep. And I don't know. I don't know the timing of everything the week after. Um, but you know, say you win this one, and uh, and Cleveland, some you know, if Cleveland loses, then Washington has to lose the following week to Dallas. You know, then it's just more nail biting action, which I don't, I don't want any part of. <laughs> Especially if who the Lions and whoever don't lose. Yeah. That we, you know, in that scenario where if we do lose, we have a shot. But oh, I just well, the, yeah, the, controlling your own destiny is much more, I guess, comfortable. I think. Oh, absolutely. That's that's ultimately. Yeah. Well, I mean, ultimately, where you want to be as a team is, you have a playoff spot clinched already. But as a Packer fan, we're holding on to what we can, and that's for us now. That's ultimately where you want to be is controlling your own destiny. So absolutely. If the commanders drop to the Browns at noon on Sunday, that that Packer and Viking game is going to get a whole lot more interesting. It's already interesting. It's already huge. The Packers are in playoff mode. As fans, we're in a playoff mindset. Uh, but that game will just be that much more dramatic if the Packers control their own destiny by the time of kickoff. The week after, though, week 18, uh, as it stands right now, I believe every game starts at noon. So it's not like... No. We'll we'll all be if if for some reason the commanders don't drop to the Browns and we beat the Vikings, we're just all gonna be sweating it out from noon to three thirty the following Sunday to to see if the Packers can get in. Um however no. there 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 is a scenario where the Packers lose to the Vikings. We're gonna we're gonna touch on that matchup uh, a little more here in a minute. But if it if it does end in a loss, right? Obviously, we don't want to see that happen. There is still a scenario where the Packers can make the playoffs. Uh, if you lose this weekend, you're you're technically not out of it. It just, it just gets a lot harder. I mean, obviously, it's win this well, weekend to make a loss, it. A, yeah, a loss this weekend, Johnny, could result in elimination. It ver- it could result in yeah. elimination yes so and and we'll know that based off of that commanders game as well and the lions game because this upcoming sunday the lions play at noon the commanders play at noon if either of those teams win and then green bay loses to minnesota at 325 then we are eliminated that that would be a right. scenario where we're eliminated. However, if the Commanders lose at noon against Cleveland and Detroit loses against Chicago, and then Green Bay loses against Minnesota, hopefully everybody's tracking. If those three things happen, we're still in it mathematically. Going into Week 18, we would need more to happen. Uh, so I'll br- I'll just break that down quick. So if Green Bay does happen to lose out of Minnesota this upcoming Sunday, Washington will have had to lose to Cleveland, and then they have to lose to Dallas the following week. Detroit will have had to lose to the Bears because we play them in Week 18. So Detroit has to lose this weekend if if we end up losing to the Vikings. Um, Seattle can win 
this week if we lose to the Vikings, but we would need them to lose to the Rams the following week. And though that's basically the scenario <laughs> right there. Which is not probable. I would I would say our, our odds if we lose and all the teams lose, the right teams lose this weekend. <laughs> our odds of all of that happening are got to be like less than 2%. Oh, it, it, it goes way down because then there's, uh, then the NFC South comes into play as well because that whole division is yep. is kind of garbage, but they're all fighting for the the divisional title. But there's multiple teams in that division that are hovering around the Packers' record. I think the only one that would really get in our way is the Saints. I'm not really sure how that shakes out. Uh, I'd have to I'd have to dive into it a, li- a little more. But ultimately, you, you just want Green Bay to win this weekend. And next weekend. I mean, you have to beat Detroit in week 18, but let's get past Minnesota. Let's get past Detroit. Uh, If you can't do that, I mean, do you really want a playoff spot? I don't know. I feel like you have to be on fire at this point, you know? Just, you know, thank God that there's a seventh seed now. And you go look back to 2010 when we were the sixth seed, whoever that next team would have been wasn't in it. You know, yep, for sure. And uh, I, I, you know, we can't get the six seed, right? I think we're only we can only nope. vie for the seven we, spot. We can only have the seven. So, you know, thank you, NFL Commissioner, for expanding the uh, the playoff field. But it, yeah, it's tough. I mean, you're the seventh best team in your in your conference. That's you know, you're the best of the worst and the worst of the best. And it's like, I don't know. Do you even want to be in there as a seven seed? I mean, obviously, yes. Yeah. I don't, if we, it's just like, God, we're going to, we're going to, you know, realistically looking forward, you know, you're, you're glad you make the playoffs, but well, what are your, what are your shot? What's your real probability of making a run? Whether, okay. I, whether you get bounced first round or not, the, the, I mean, you have to agree the fact that we're even having the conversation about potentially playing a playoff game is just exciting. Like at this point, you just want to oh, yeah. you just want to get to that playoff game, right? Right now, this team kind of has a different not kind of it definitely has a different feel around it ever since that home game against Dallas. I understand that we lost to the Titans and we've lost since that game. But ever since, honestly, that night, the emergence of Christian Watson, this team has had a different feel around it. And, and it's been exciting football to watch where the, the earlier half of the season was, was quite miserable as a Packer fan. So, yeah, if you're crawling in at a seven seed, absolutely you want the spot. You, you want to be able to pass everybody that didn't make it and be able to watch a playoff game, win or lose. Yeah, I'm just being devil's advocate. You know, obviously, I want to be in the playoffs, but I don't know. Looking back to 2010, when we made our run for Super Bowl, was it 45? Yep. Did it feel like at the end of that season that, I mean, we kind of had, I don't want to say we limped in, but like we had to we had to fight the last couple weeks of the regular season to well, get in. Well, it has a similar feeling. Uh, Does it, though? Because I feel like, I feel like at at 
that point in the season, like we felt hot. Like it felt like, okay, things are heating up for us. And like, we weren't a bad wildcard team. Right. Do you not feel like like, the Packers are heating up right now? I do, but I, I feel like they just don't have that potential or that explosiveness that 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 team had yeah you are right because i well i hear you because they you don't want to say limped in they kind of uh quick steam ran into the playoffs as a six seed won the super bowl and then went 15 and one the season after so it was like something got turned on in the later part of that that super bowl run season that definitely carried over to the next season uh, I I don't know that I see us going fifteen and one next season, but that that twenty ten team certainly was electric near the end of the season. Uh, this team right now has a different feel to it, where it's kind of those get hot at the right time. Maybe you're not twenty ten steaming, but you're getting hot at the right time. Yeah, definitely in the win column because like we talked about how they've gotten here, right? Yeah. And like what, you know, what the difference was three or four weeks ago versus now. And like, it's not that different, you know, like defensively our I think the biggest thing defensively is our turnover margin. We were like minus five going into week 13 or something like that. And since then we've gone plus five. So like that's, that obviously is, you know, a big swing, but like, we're not, we're not like offensively other than Christian Watson making a few more plays here and there. Like we're not that much different or more like we didn't get more dynamic over like eight weeks or, you know, 10 weeks or whatever it was like, it's still for the most part, the same Packers offense and the same Packers defense. And like they, things are just things are and special teams, but like think things are just like kind of falling in our favor a little bit more in the last couple of weeks. You know, we're getting a few more bounces. I don't think, I don't like I feel like the team in 2010 like started here and went up a little higher but like we're just kind of like on the same level and we're just getting a little luckier as the season goes on. Uh a little bit of luck. Uh I think figuring things out finally somewhat is playing a part. And I think a huge thing is uh I mean really honestly the key to it all is is we cut Amari Rodgers. <laughs> that ever since then it's just uh that that has to yeah. be okay that's not that's obviously not you know the real the real turning point in our season was we're into sean gary tore his acl that you know that just <laughs> springboarded us into another dimension uh however i mean on that topic Keyshawn nixon is where the fuck did that guy come from because boy is he yeah, light oh, years light years different returning the ball than amari rogers you know, it was so funny. I was watching, I was watching a uh, Super Bowl, was it thirty one highlights with my son last night, and we were watching, you know, Desmond Howard and, you know, seeing his kind of emergence and like how he how he was such a weapon during that Super Bowl run, and his story was kind of like, well, he was. He was drafted in like, you know, whatever, 91 or 93. And like he kind of went around, bounced around like two or three teams over a couple seasons. And then he was drafted in the expansion draft by the Packers and was really just like kind of a one hit wonder for that one year. And I don't know much about Keyshawn Nixon, but like, you know, what what was he doing last year? I know he was was he was with uh, Vegas, right? I don't even know where he was. I think he came over from Vegas with Rick Passaccia. I could be wrong, but 
Um, you know, it kind of feels like that. Like whenever he gets the ball, it's like, oh shit, watch out. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna do something with him. That's how Desmond Howard was back in 31. And uh, I don't know, it's just like it had some parallels with him because like he's made I don't I think he's got what was the number we saw last night, Ty? It was like 854 yards in like the last like seven or eight weeks, like all purpose return yards. Yeah. Not all part, not all purpose, but just like in return. It's like, holy fuck. That's uh, that's pretty damn good. Oh, <laughs> you know? a- absolutely. Like- if you can start your drives on the 40 plus <laughs> yard line, as opposed to uh, Amari Rogers muffing and turning the ball over, you're, you're going to be in a lot better position. Yeah. Just get the ball. Don't, like, you should never turn it over on a punt. Like, ever. What the fuck? Well, we you know, we do that a lot, I guess, but um, that's besides the point. You know what was really frustrating um, in that Dolphins game was that 93-yard return that Keyshawn Nixon had. Yeah. And we got the ball on the nine-yard line, and we ended up with three fucking points. Yep. that That's the kind of shit that I'm saying, like, this team isn't that different. Yeah. You know I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like from where we started this year. The Packers just, have. We got. We're. Yeah. They've struggled in but, the red zone all season, right? That's been a huge downfall for them. Uh, and you're absolutely right. And I, I think I. <clears throat> I got texted somebody right when he ran that back. I was like, we ain't scoring a touchdown. I just, I have a feeling I don't, he sets us up so perfect and we're not going to get, we're not going to get a touchdown off of it. But yeah, that's definitely something where even if you do uh, uh, roll into these playoffs as a seven seed, you got to figure that shit out. And I mean, they continue to improve week by week and hopefully we can see more against Minnesota and then even more against Detroit. And then hopefully we're in a position where we're walking in as a seven seed uh, to hopefully have a shot. But yeah, that's those are things that need to get figured out. Red zone offense for sure. And it's it's like three or four possessions a game where we'll get the ball in the red zone and just like implode. You yeah. know, like looking back to the fucking Lions game, right? The one where Rogers threw like three or four picks in the red zone. Yeah. Like that. Just ridiculous. It, it should you know, like I think it was when Hackett was with uh with the Packers, they call it the gold zone. You know, not the red zone, the gold zone. It's like that's where you make your money. Yeah, and yep. right now we're not we're not finishing in those drives. Like getting the ball inside the twenty should never result. I mean, never, you know, never result in less than seven points. But like realistically, it should never be less than three. And like there's been times where we're in the red zone and we like turn it over or whatever. And uh, it's so frustrating. Well, it'll it'll be the gold zone again here in a couple of weeks because we should have Nathaniel Hackett back for playoff time. He'll be available. He's available now. Isn't <laughs> he is. He? he is available now. He's got, yeah. He's. he's oh got, man. He's got all the time I wonder if world. he would. I wonder if he would uh, sign on as defensive coordinator for us. Do you not like our offensive, of offensive coordinator? <laughs> I don't know. Joe Barry's kind of always bothered me, but yeah, I suppose. Okay, so we just some scheming. Some scheming we had early in the season was a little frustrating for him, but whatever. Well, we have uh, we have a big matchup. Coming up this weekend against Minnesota, huge for playoff implications. Oh, we're going to touch about that here in a second. Uh, but first, before we get to that, a quick word from our sponsor. All right, Tim. So, uh, big matchup against Minnesota. We got spanked by him week one. You and I were both at that game. 
Uh, Minnesota's yeah. only double-digit win of the season. Uh, a team that's sitting at what do they have? Twelve wins. Is yeah, had, I think they're twelve and twelve and three right yeah, now. Has been heavily called a fraudulent team because of how they win close games. Horrible secondary defense. How do you feel about Minnesota? January first, Green Bay, Turtleneck Rogers. I feel good. <laughs> Sorry, good. I couldn't get the word good out. Um cautiously optimistic. I'll I'm gonna stand yeah. by that one. I think yep. I said yep. that on the main pod too. It's like I want obviously to win this game, and I think we have a good shot at it, especially being at home. But I think we're we're a three and a half point favorite right now. We are. I mean, that's got to be that's just got to be hype and you know money going that way or whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling I'm feeling confident. I like her. I like her chances. I think you know I don't want to get too into the weeds on what we have to do to to control the game and blah blah blah. But um. Let's give another shot at him. That week one, Jair Alexander said today, you know, that week one loss to Minnesota, that was a fluke. It was a fluke. Justin Jefferson's performance was a fluke. And uh I like I like Jair. I like I like when he jaws. I think uh that's probably bulletin board material for your Vikings, but yeah. uh I don't know. Let's get another crack at him at home. That'll you know, this is when that'll heat up a this Vikings is when fan. it matters. Oh, absolutely. One one hundred percent when it matters. Uh, how different are these teams from week one? Obviously, week one football. I mean, it's the beginning. Nobody knows what anybody looks like at that point. Now we have a huge sample size. The season's done, basically. Hmm. Uh, Vikings have twelve wins, but extremely close. They got a bad defense, and you got a heating up Packers offense. I. I feel good. I I feel good. Um, I'm gonna watch it with Vikings fans, so I'm I'm gonna be nervous the entire time. But it just the Packers right now have this energy around them, and especially as a Packers fan, we're biased. But it's just has this feeling of we're we're gonna do it. You know, we can't lose. We're making it. Washington's gonna lose. We're gonna beat the Vikings. You can just feel it. I think looking back to that that opening game, week one, you know, the biggest unknown for us was how is Rogers going to mesh with these receivers, and it just did not work well, right? And at this point, you know, like I said before, we're not like that much better, but we're getting to be more on the same page week by week with those receivers, right? And you know, obviously, it wasn't just even being on the same page, but just being on the field. I mean, Dobbs and Watson were both on and off with each other. I don't think they linked up and we're starting the same, you know, the same game together for like six or seven weeks. Like that, that sucks. But yeah, I don't think that we're like that much different, right? Especially Minnesota. I mean, what what really has changed and what's different about their game between then and now? Uh, not much. I don't they have been consistent all season with the narrative of keep it as tight as possible and win extremely close games, right? You can never count them out. You you can't count Minnesota right. out. Obviously, uh, they, they, they have played in uh, two of the greatest games this season, Buffalo, and then obviously the record-breaking largest comeback in NFL history. 
down 33 to zero. So that's, I mean, obviously that's the scary thing about the Vikings is even if you're blowing them out by halftime, we've seen that they, they can come back and win, you know? So Mm -hmm. there's, there's that to look out for. And it's, it's going to be hard if this game is super close by the two minute warning in the fourth, as a Packer fan, you're going to feel extremely nervous because it's the Vikings MO this season to win those close games, you know? Yeah. And I think like another element to it is like Minnesota, you know, they didn't win the division. They haven't won the division since what? 2018, 20, 2017, 2017. So like they, it's almost like they are like playing with nothing to lose. Right. Yeah. Like, like they have that going for them. And for us, it's like, God, we were just like hanging by a thread a couple weeks ago. And you know, what's the scenario going to be with Rogers in the off season. And for us, it's almost like this means so much more than just like this season, you know? Oh yeah. Like beyond like it's like can this can this be a team that we like truly rally behind after a you know successful finish to this year and have like real true optimism for next season? Because for a while there, it's like, God, is Rogers even gonna be our guy? And now we're like, fuck yeah, like let's roll, man. Like let's, you know, let's get two more, let's extend him again after we win the <laughs> Super Bowl this year and then next year, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we I mean, we were at a point just a month ago where we thought we were going to be watching Jordan Love. Right? That's how that's how yeah. things have changed. Um so regardless of them being the uh win close games team of the season, there's just a different feeling around the Packers right now where you can't help but feel like we got it. And you don't want to be, I don't, well, I don't want to eat my words, but you don't want to be Minnesota and have to go into a two-minute warning tide against Rodgers, right? Of course. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, like that, I don't know. I uh, I mean, obviously, I think as a Viking fan, you have to be feeling pretty confident too, right? Like, look on that side. of it. It's like, God, Minnesota, you know, they've won all these close games and like Green Bay just hasn't done it this year, kind of the last couple games. You know, you could argue that Miami kind of just royally fucked themselves in so many coaching situations this last weekend. But I don't know who, like, who should feel more confident in your opinion this weekend, Minnesota or Green Bay fans? Uh, in the NFL, momentum is huge. Whether it's in a game, in a season, we always you always hear announcers talk about momentum, right? It could be a play that shifts the momentum. It could be a game that shifts the momentum, right? Momentum is huge. And I think right now, Green Bay has the momentum. I think Minnesota has the stigma of, as much as the Vikings fans hate to hear it, Ben, but don't break, win the close games. I think right now, call me bias, Green Bay's momentum overpowers that. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to agree with that, though, when they don't have a playoff spot clinched. But I, I know what you're saying. Like, they're they're more poised to win this next game. Uh, is that what you're saying? Like, the momentum for yes. this weekend? Yeah, and I'm just okay. talking about this week. You know, I got, I got, it, it, I got this, you. Yeah. This could all fall apart. Washington could win, uh, could win at noon on Sunday. 
the Vikings could yet again win another close games and boom, we're done just like that in, in a few short days from now, right? But sitting right now, watching what we've watched over the past few weeks, you can't help but feel the momentum, you know? And sure. Yep. And I could very well easily come back to eat my words in what is it? I don't know, 72 hours from now. <laughs> yeah. No, game time is not far away. And, uh, we could be having a totally different conversation on Tuesday next week, right? Like season could realistically be over, but yeah. Yeah. One and oh, every week. That's the old, you know, the old saying. I remember what the Badgers said that every week. One and oh, one and oh this week. That's it. That's all we're doing is one and oh. Like just win, just win. And uh, we're in that situation. And this is, you know, maybe a gift for us. It's like Vikings know they're in the playoffs. You know, they don't get to do, they don't get playoff football until. You know, the second or, or what is it, third or fourth week in January, but we're in playoff football mode now. Absolutely. You know, and that, that to me is, you know, I don't want to say more fun than being a Viking fan right now, but I'm here for it. This is why I love, you know, I love the Packers oh, yeah. and love sports and love football and like the playoffs are starting a little early for us. Sweet. Bring yep. it on. Yep. It certainly, uh, it certainly has started early. Uh, Although there is the scenario that we lose this weekend and we could still make it in, as a Packer fan, you just, the mindset has to be win. Just win. Uh, just win. It just feels like straight, straight up playoff mode. Yeah. So what, what do we need to do to win, John? Uh, what, what's our, uh, what's our keys to victory this Sunday? Keys to victory. Uh, hopefully Christian Watson is healthy. Uh, hopefully Joe Barry learned from week one and <laughs> you have an answer yeah. to Justin Jefferson. No team has seemed to have an answer to him all season this year. Uh, you know, he's going to be the hardest person to cover on the field. Uh, attention. should I be, saw, Yeah. I saw that Jair. I think it was Jair. One of the other DBs said that they, that the cornerback room and the, the D backs room this week is not watching tape from week one. And uh, I don't know. One, I think that's bulletin board material for the Vikings. But two, doesn't that sound a little uh, kind of dumb? <laughs> should, should, should I we go back and watch that? Yeah. Why? Why would you not watch the game where you actually played against the team you're playing <laughs> this week? Maybe it's maybe maybe it's visualization, memory, muscle memory. You don't want to, you know, keep the keep the bad by bad vibes out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like. <laughs> They may okay. not. I watch can tell game, you this. Maybe watch a game where the Vikings receivers didn't do. Go, go watch the Cowboys game. That's what you should do instead. Just go watch the Cowboys game. And use that as game film on how to shut them down. Yeah, I think uh, I could tell you this. They may not be watching Week One, but they are a hundred percent watching Justin Jefferson on film. Whatever the game might be, you have to. That's keys to victory. Shut down JJ as well as you can. I don't know that you're able yeah. to completely shut him down, but you need to have a game plan for him. And uh, I, I think, like, if you do look back at the Cowboy game, you know, this, the struggle that the Vikings had is their offensive line. Uh, you know, Darisaw went out with a concussion or whatever he had, but once the once the Cowboys started getting to Kirk, they really struggled getting the ball down the field. And yep, I think I said absolutely. that on the main pod. Like to me, that's that's the biggest key on the defensive side is like getting pressure on Kirk Cousins. Yep. yep. 
you know, pushing back the line and, and really just dominating up front and making it tough for them to put the ball on the field. On the offensive side, you know, the one thing that Minnesota has done really well this year is stop the run and defend the run. Um, and they're pretty weak when it comes to passing. I think they're like in the top five for for run defense, but they're in like the bottom 20 for pass defense. So to me, it's, you know, get those young receivers on the same page early with Rodgers and just pick them apart downfield. Absolutely. And looking towards the forecast this weekend, it it should be a pretty good weather-wise for them to be able to do that. It'll be like in the mid-20s, lower 30s, but no, I don't think much moisture, you know, snow or rain in the air, so... Passing the ball should not be a problem. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be fun if we could just come out firing on cylinders, right, and put up 42 in the first half. And Best case scenario. On to Detroit. Yeah, best case scenario for this 325 Lambo game is Jordan Love is starting the fourth quarter <laughs> because we have absolutely obliterated the Minnesota Vikings. That's That's what you want to happen. But, Tim, I could not agree with you more. I think pressuring Kirk, getting to Kirk as much as you possibly can is going to be uh, the the imminent key to a Packers victory. You know, I love the idea of just blowing them out, but the Vikings are, what, 12-0 and in one-score games this year? Wouldn't it be fun to just beat them by, like, three yeah. or two? Beat them by them that the first score. Give them that first, yeah. give them that first L, 12-1 and one yes. in one-score games. Absolutely. There I mean, we go. Yeah, I'd rather, I'll take a blowout, though. I'm excited. Big game coming up. Tim, where are you watching it? Uh, my dad's garage. Perfect. Per usual. Uh, what's the beer of choice? Join us. The address is at uh, three. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what's the beer of choice? Uh, ooh, what is the beer of choice up there? My dad drinks McGolan. I'm a Miller Lite guy. Okay. I like to support my my local, not my local, my my hometown brewery, Miller. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha okay so sipping some mcgolden watch the packers and pops garage uh i'm tbd i i, I might be bouncing TBD? around this week yeah we'll see but nonetheless big game coming up against minnesota vikings uh just to recap it quick for the packer fans if we have you're you're a huge cleveland fan at noon on sunday uh if the commanders fall to the browns the packers control their own destiny at that point that should be the biggest thing on your mind we can cross the other bridge if it unfortunately comes and we could talk about it more but uh big game hoping for a big victory hoping for a loud crowd as aaron Rodgers has already probably said we're looking for packer fans to have a fun afternoon in green bay right tim i think we uh we had too much fun last time we were told to do that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, we probably did. <laughs> uh, but there you go. Uh, that's uh, that's the Packer edition here on the Bowski Bros podcast. Again, this is not our normal episode. We have regular programming every single week with all three boys on the Bowski Bros. Make sure to catch that. We talk about all the NFL teams, all about the NFL. We are the NFL podcast for the average bro. So make sure to check that out. Leave us a review. Leave us some stars. And come back and join us for future episodes. Any closing words, Tim? No. Nope. Uh, other than can't wait to see Sam jump in a frozen lake in a Speedo in a couple months. 
Yep, that is right. Sam is currently in our Speedo Bowl in our Fantasy Football League, the guy who comes in dead last. We sign him up for the Polar Plunge. He has to buy a Speedo, and he has to jump in the lake in front of a bunch of people in a Speedo. And that could be Sam. It's going to be so funny watching his fat ass jump in that lake. That could be absolutely <laughs> fabulous. Everybody, we're going to leave you. Ready, Tim? I'll, 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 let you, I'll let you shout it out here. Hold on. Here we go. Go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We will catch you on the next episode of the Bowski Bros. This was the Packer Edition. Deuces. Deuces.